Okay, all right, Jobbers. I am here. Yes, hello. This is Taz. Hello. Yep, Taz Hall coming at you. Thanks for downloading this episode. We're doing a Taz Hall in this one. Kind of going to do something a little different. Um, by the way, thanks for downloading on Radio.com, Apple, Radio.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you download it. I appreciate it. Try and do something a little different. Uh, Brian, my producer, he's a genius. He said, let's try this. Let's try, basically, do a Taz Hall, like, kind of live deal. So... Basically, what he's talking about is live Taz Hall, even though it's not live. So basically, it sounds like the team is lazy, and instead of pulling questions, like it's just they're going to come up and they're going to hand them to me from the Instagram because we just posted on the Taz Talk that we're doing a Taz Hall. So that's on my Instagram Taz Talk. So it's a little confusing. I just do. I sit here. They tell me they put the mic on. They're like, "Listen, Taz, this is what's going to happen." You're going to just do what we tell you. It's that simple, and I, that's it. It's really that simple. I'm like, okay, Brian, no problem. You're the boss. Uh, so with that being said, the new open is done. Pete the body. Talk to Bawami. That was taken care of. Um, so without any further ado, here's uh, your new open, Jobbers. Individuals, it is I, Bawami, and welcome to the Taz Hall. Let your voices be heard. Ah, yes, I like it. We got rid of the name Pete Gas, that bum. Uh, anyway, so here we go. Uh, Taz Hall and begin. This is from my Instagram Taz Talk. From Mr. Johnson66, can we quit saying move up the main roster since NXT is on USA? It is the main roster now. I agree, Mr. Johnson. I was kind of covering this a little bit in the uh, podcast the other day on the Taz show here. It is the main roster. There is no reason to get into calling it like it's going to be the main roster. It's going to be on major TV just like SmackDown will be on Fox, just like uh, Raw is on the USA Network. So why are we going to call it anything different you know why, why would we not call it the main roster i'm with you i agree uh but it remains to be seen what happens uh with that all right here we got uh true heel dan okay do you think nxt can potentially have better ratings than the main roster shows hashtag rtg hashtag we over i do i do i think it he just said main roster. That's funny. We just got done talking about it, right? <laughs> but uh, I do. I do think that it can potentially, and you, you did use that word, True Heel Dan, and I think that's the key word, potentially. You, you have to condition the audience that wrestling's on Wednesdays also. That's the key. Not you guys that listen to wrestling podcasts, not hardcore fans. I'm talking about the casual fan who watches Raw. They got to begin conditioned that SmackDown's now moving to a different night and that it's on a different network. So that that's, you know, that that has that's being done too. So you have to recondition the audience. So I do think potentially, yes, to your point, True Heel Dan, that NXT could because it's going to be, I, I'm assuming, it's going to be booked different if Triple H is still going to be overseeing it, which I covered in the last podcast. I really do think 
that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Vince McMahon is going to pull this from him. I think that'd be crazy. Um, so he does a great job the way him and his team book the NXT stuff. He really does. So, and um, like I said, man, I do think. Like I said the other day, you you can have and you should have some other talents that really you're not doing a ton with on SmackDown or Raw, and put them back back ones that were on NXT back at NXT, you know, like the Oscars of the world or Shinsuke Nakamura or Bobby Roode or maybe even Samoa Joe. I mean, I know Joe's getting a push now. It's a bad example, but you get my drift uh, or someone like a Cesaro or something like that. Really let them spend some time on the NXT show. I, I, and I'll tell you real quick, I do think from a wrestler's perspective, uh, I'm, I can't guarantee this because I'm not in the locker room, but I'm pretty confident that um, – that most of the talent would uh, would basically look to go to NXT because it's something new, it's something fresh. Um, I do believe that. I do believe that that a lot of them will, you know, will be looking to do that because it's like I said, unless you're getting a massive push on Raw or SmackDown. I mean, otherwise, why wouldn't you want to go? You know, why why wouldn't you? So you know, so. I don't know. We'll have to see. It remains to be seen. So uh, as I do this live read Jones of these these fucking questions from you people. Oh, man. It's work. Constant work. Constantly working. Constantly grinding. That's my gimmick. Uh, what else we got? Uh, la, 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 la. Here we go. Uh, Irish Ted. Taz, do you think Cesaro? I just mentioned Cesaro. Do you think Cesaro needs to go back to an expanded set of moves? Lately, it seems like all he has been doing is the European uppercut and swing. No, I don't think so at all. I mean, Irish Ted, you, you're probably a pretty serious wrestling fan. I think that a serious wrestling, wrestling fan that's really paying attention closely would notice that. So kudos to you. I tip my cap. But that's not the move set is not what's going to help a guy or a girl get a push. It's the connectivity to the audience, the ability to cut the proper promos, and at the end of the day, just the office believing in you. I mean, that's it. Cesaro's got all the tools to be a massive star. There's no doubt about it. I actually like his promo work. I like his accent. I like his look, everything. Uh, since he got his teeth cracked open while back and he's wearing that mouthpiece, I think he even looks better with the mouthpiece. He looks even meaner. He's a big, strong, tough dude. The mouthpiece, I think, gives it a good a good feel to it, too. And, um, you know, I, 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 don't think, I don't think that um, his moveset is the issue. It's just the company's got to really push him and believe in him. You know what I mean? Um, that that's I don't know, that's what I think. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, la 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 la, Mister Freely uh, seventy eight. As you mentioned, Jr. put you over on his last podcast. He did that with, with Conrad Thompson Jones, Conrad. Uh, his last podcast episode and said he had a great and he had great and funny car rides with you on the road. Do you have any you can share with uh, the hashtag We Over Nation? Keep up the great work. Hashtag We Over. Hashtag Tazru's. Hashtag Mike Daruki. Yes. Um, first off, thank you for all the comments. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. Ah, oh, man. I, I might have told us a while back. It's not really like a great story, but I remember when we were doing TV, it was, I don't know what it was, SmackDown, Raw, whatever it was, and we were in Philadelphia. And Jr. when we were driving, he's like, well, before the show, he said, hey, we gotta, uh, you got to show me where that uh, ECW arena. I want to see that. And we got to get some good, you know, good ass, uh, you know, Philly cheesesteaks. I go, well, we got to get our ass out of the building quick because they closed, you know, because it was during a week. 
So sure enough, I brought him by the ECW Arena, which is down to 2300 Arena. And we didn't get it. We couldn't go in it because it was locked. But he's like, wow, it's just like a shithole around here. It's a shithole. And um, <laughs> and then we went to Tony Luke's and got some cheesesteak. And, uh, and JR and I just sat out. It was cold out. And we sat outside. They have the tables out there right on, right by the train trestle under the L, for those that know what I'm talking about. And we uh, had some cheesesteaks, man. And, and yeah. And where did we drive? We drove to Connecticut from there, I think. We drove back to the office, back to the Connecticut area. I don't know why. Maybe that one might have been the end of our loop. And JR at that time was living in Connecticut. I was living in New York. I was staying at a hotel near the office because I had to do some voiceover work, if memory serves me. So anyway, so I mean, that's the you know, put me on the spot. That's the only thing I could think of is a story like that about cheesesteaks. But there's plenty of others. A lot of them I can't tell here. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. P underscore Laurier 45. Hey, Taz, full disclosure. I'm not a BB fan. That's Big Brother. Uh, you know, I'm a big mark for the big brother. I am a survivor mark. However, I want to ask you, uh, what are your thoughts on Luchasaurus, Austin Maddelson, and do you follow big brother when it was, did you follow big brother when it was, uh, was on season 17? All right. Now, I, I like I like Luchasaurus. I mean, I, I, I watch, I've watched him work a couple times. I'd have to watch him more to give you a true, true breakdown of him. But I do like him. And the gimmick's kind of interesting and very unique and different. As far as Big Brother Season 17, Paul Laurier, 45. I know who you are, sir. I know you. Um, I I'm, I know my wife and I must must have watched that one. I cannot um, I cannot remember who was in that cast. I'd have to look and get back to you on the podcast and that's how we'd have to do that, okay? Because I can't, uh, you know, I, I can't remember this. I'm not a mock like that where I can remember every single fucking, you know, like one, you know what I mean? Like I, I get confused with numbers. Truth be told, I watch these seasons. I watch them. I'm the biggest mock. I'm like a little kid watching them. I watch the live feeds, everything. I'm all fucking locked in. And then once the season ends, I move on. I forget everybody. I forget all of them. The only guy I remember because became, I became friends with was Jesse. Uh, big Peck, Mr. Spectacular, who was in TNA for a long time. We were in TNA together. He's a great guy. I love Jesse. So, you know, Jesse's the only guy because uh, he became one of the boys and I was friends with him. And I'm still friends with him. So I, I love Jesse. He's a good dude. So I forget these people. Once it, once the thing ends, I'm done. I move on. That's just how it is. Um, anyways, uh, what do we got here? La, 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 la. Okay. Some call me Kojo. Nice. Uh, best on road wait best on road experience and on road company hashtag bought that ah nice let me reread this best on road experience and on road company wow i believe in keeping these sentences quick you know i don't like people like the chan man because i could see his name down i'm going to read chans and it's usually a paragraph and I like when people give like a sentence or two, and some call me Kojo did that. Not a lot of words, and I'm stalling because I'm confused. I'm trying to figure out what this fucking means. Best on-road experience, or the best thing, I'm best on-road experience. I don't know, dude. I, jeez, I, I, all the years on the road, I mean, best, I mean, I, it's going to sound corny as shit. It might not sound cool or whatever, but. I used to love when we do West Coast, when I'd be in a wet, on the West Coast and driving, like driving through Nevada towards California to me, just by myself, no one with me, 
uh, rent the car Jones. I'll take a Cadillac, please. Thank you. Sedan DeVille Jones. And I, and I just go pack a lip and fucking just go and crank some fucking Led Zeppelin or a little Limp Biscuit. That makes me happy. I mean, that's that's just by myself. As far as on-road company, I don't even know what you mean. The company I wrestled for or, or announced for or like uh, a business where I'd stop and if I'm getting Mickey D's or you're getting, you know, whatever, uh, uh, Cracker Barrel or something like that, which is, if you're talking those type things, I, I guess you would have said food, but I would say a Cracker Barrel's up there. I, I don't know. I don't know the last part. Some call me Kojo. A little more info, a little more direction would help. Okay, Peter8548. Hey, Taz, big fan of yours. Uh, you're a hashtag legend and should be a Hall of Famer. If you don't mind, me asking, what do you recall from uh, the mass transit incident? Hashtag Taz Hall Jones. If you don't want to answer it, uh, would, you rather, would you rather commentate for WWE or AEW um, if offers were on the table? <laughs> as far as the mass transit thing that happened uh, during ECW, uh, I talked about this a long time ago. Dude, I don't even, I was done working. Whatever I, whoever I wrestled or cut a promo, I was literally getting ready to leave the building, and I, I didn't watch the matches. I didn't see what happened. I know what happened. It was none of my business. Like most stuff that happened in any company I worked for, once I was done, I just left the arena. You know, I mean, that, that was my thing. Unless I had to stick around for something, I usually just left. Unless I was driving with somebody, um, I didn't normally watch the matches unless there was a monitor backstage. And most of the times, and that night, it, it, we, I think we were in Wonderland Greyhound Park in Revere, Massachusetts, you know, there was no monitor back there. It was a smaller building. Um, so, yeah, man, can't help you with that. Uh, don't know what to tell you. I, I really didn't, can't give you much. I, I really, it's none of my business. I don't care. Whatever. It's such old news. And, uh, you know, a lot of other people will give you their thoughts. And it, it's, I'm indifferent about it, to be frank. Um, your other question was uh, if you don't mind answering, would you rather it's a comment? Would you com- rather commentate for WWE or AEW if offers were on the table? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I, I probably, truth be told, if I was going to commentate again, which I might someplace, that that's just so you know, not, I'm not closing the door on that because I, I miss it. I've been missing it, and I enjoy the fuck out of it. Um, and I know I got a ton of left in the tank in me. I'm I'm not an old guy, and shit, I you know, I stay on top of the business, and um, I know how to call things as pure sport. I know how to break down holds. I feel better than anybody. I know how to break down high spots better than anybody. And I can give you and bring you in the ring uh, verbally while you're watching at home quickly and succinctly because I've mastered that all my years. Sounds egotistical. I don't give a shit. I'm just telling you I can do that better than anybody. And that's how I really feel. And if that sounds pompous and arrogant, I don't care. Uh, I'm telling you that's a fact to this day now still even better. So I it nothing against wwe if i had to commentate again i would probably want to do it for AEW. because fuck it let me answer it better than that any place that's going to allow me to apply my craft and have freedom to break down holds and call matches call them the right way that's where i would want to do it um so there's great talent on both in both companies uh AEW still got we got a lot to see what they're going to do here so but looking at their roster and see some of their shows that they've done you know, they, they got a hell of a roster. It, it's, it's, and working with JR again would be a blast. I, you know, I, I respect the hell out of him. And the other guys that they have there are Next Caliber and Marvez. And I believe I saw somebody just signed, um, uh, the, the, um, what's his name? Golden Boy. 
I'm not too familiar with his work. I remember seeing him on Titan Games on the Rocks uh, NBC TV show, the the game show thing it was. I remember seeing him on that. But I, you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, none of these men have been in the ring. Well, Excalibur was. I shouldn't say that, but but not much. Like I, from what I understand, with my history, I don't have a lot of history on him. But I, look, I, I, this is going to sound like you know. I believe in. I've talked about this a billion times on my show. It, you know, uh, when it was daily, I've talked about it on the radio. I still talk about it on radio. I'm talking about it on podcasts here on the Taz Show. I believe in color analyst, color commentator. In my view, this is one man's opinion. I want to hear the guy or girl that's been to the dance and that uh, knows how to dance and knows how to dance in the last dance and draw money to the dance. Uh, I want to hear that guy or girl analyze pro wrestling for me while I'm watching wrestling. I am a traditionalist when it comes to that. I believe in a, a strong play-by-play personality and someone that's going to give me play-by-play and handle the nuts and bolts. And then somebody that's going to give me, an, analyze the business and analyze the matches and come at me with some legitimate credibility. I believe in that. So that's no disrespect to any commentators out there that never wrestled. Or any commentators out there that maybe wrestled for a very short time and never been a world champion or never been pushed or never made a lot of money as a talent. I, it sounds arrogant. It sounds like a real fucking dickhead thing I'm saying. But this is what I do on this show. I'm real. I'm transparent. I I don't bullshit. And that's just how I feel. And that rubs people the wrong way that you don't have to download. I And, and I appreciate you trying out the show. But I'm just telling you, and it's it sounds arrogant, it sounds cocky. It's to me, it's pure confidence, and that's how I look at that. So it don't matter to me, dude. I I I'll, I could call any wrestling, AWA, Ring of Honor, uh, 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 Lucha Underground, MLW, uh, WWE, NXT, Raw, SmackDown. Don't matter. Don't matter. I I I my body of work as an announcer, you know, color commentator. I'm proud of it, and and I've 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 called some big big shows. Uh, many called WrestleMania, many with the name called WrestleMania. So, you know, um, uh, I, I, to me, it's, it's, it's no problem. I can sit down, put a headset on and work with anybody. And, 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 and I'll, I think I'd be better than I was back in the day. And I was very proud of my work back in the day. So if, cause I've had time away from it. Listen, I'm still a broadcaster, right? I'm still on the, yeah, I'm on live radio every day for three fucking hours in New York city. So, I mean, you know, across the country and I'm, I'm right around the block here doing 700 episodes of podcasting. So, you know, I talk. I, I'm a communicator. That's what I do for a living. I can't shut my fucking mouth. That's the problem. All right. RN's hands 17. Crazy name right there. Uh, no question. Just buy an effing shirt or hat. All this free lunch. It's the least we can do. Hashtag we over. Yes. You do that at prowrestlingtees.com slash taz okay and you go there you buy yourself a t-shirt you buy a hat and everybody's happy you know what i mean get yourself there's a lot of nice t-shirts there ftw survive jones everything here he is the chan man with his paragraph uh hey taz uh how do you feel about some of the younger wrestlers refusing to call wrestling a sport and call it performance art instead feels like they're trying to make this acting so bad uh, you are the man, Taz. Hashtag the road to 700 episodes. Jones, he made up his own hashtag. I like that. Uh, I don't like that the current era of wrestlers, and it's tough to stereotype all these men and women, but a lot of them do do what you're saying, Chairman. They call it performance art or whatever. It's wrestling. Um, as long as there's a ring, uh, and you're trained to take bumps and have some 
athleticism and his physicality. Uh, it's pro wrestling. That's it. Bottom line, this motherfucker. It's pro wrestling. I, it's not performance art. It is a performance for sure. I get that. Um, I understand that. But it's it's a, it's about it's wrestling because the the base of the match, okay, the base uh, of the match is basically a lockup and there's chain wrestling in there from your lockup from headlocks to uh, all different arm bars you know it, it, from a regular arm bar to a top wrist lock to a hammer lock to uh, a single leg takedown take the guy down put the guy in the leg bar or a, a heel hook or something um you know it's it's a base of chain wrestling you know, go behind, take down, take him down, float over to a front headlock. He, he, you know, he gets some risk control. Maybe he floats into a a hammerlock. You reverse the hammerlock. You sit through it. You know, you know, you get a head on him, and then you, you then he gets a head scissors on you. It's chain wrestling. It's wrestling. So they can call whatever the fuck they want. It's wrestling. Okay. At the end of the day, you got to know how to do the most of that. Hopefully, all these young men and women know how to do that. So <laughs> we shall see. Uh, what else we got here? Sir Weaselton, uh, will the showing of NXT on the WWE Network on Thursday nights hurt the show's rating when they go to war, in air quotes, or in quotes, I should say, with AW Weekly? And do you see them changing uh, that it, it, if it does hate, hurt the ratings? Hashtag Tassel Jones, hashtag Waterbreak Jones. Um, <sighs> will the showing of NXT on the WWE Network on Thursday nights hurt? Nah. I think that's going to cover for the bulk of the rest outside of the United States. I mean, from what I'm understanding, a lot of people in the UK uh, don't get USA Network or different parts of the world. I I live here, obviously, in America. I live in New York, so I'm not on top of what other people get TV-wise all all over the world. Um, You know, I don't – I think it's a good thing. I don't think it'll hurt the rating. I think because, you know, first run live is what you want to see. But if I live in Sheffield, England, and I don't have the USA Network, and I can't watch the live version of NXT, then I'm going to have to watch it, you know, on on Thursday night on the WWE Network. You know what I mean? Uh, if, if I'm paying for the network already, I'm going to utilize it. You know what I mean? So Weaselton, that's how I think that works. Um, you know, I, I don't see nothing changing. I think that NXT will do their Wednesday thing, as will AEW, and, and just knuckle up and go at it. That's how I see that going down. Uh, what else we got? Shined underscore Izzle. What type of suplex is your favorite to give an opponent? And which is your least favorite to take? Hashtag two-part question Jones. Hashtag RTG, which means running the game. Well, probably one of my favorites to give was a front head and arm Tazplex. I love doing that. Uh, that was one of my more favorite ones. Uh, and a high-collar T-bone Tazplex was another one of my favorites. Um. All right, so there you have it. All right, so uh, we're going to continue to task all. Uh, it's time we have to go to break. I, you know, I didn't do a water break in this episode. Maybe on the other side of the break, we will do a water break. Uh, that's probably the best way to do this. Let's we do the. Nah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think we should do the water break right now. We'll do the water break on the other side of the break. So let me ask you a question. You think we do the show for free, right? It's just like for free because you downloaded it. Well, it's time to pay the bills. Relax. All right, yes, we're back here on the Taz Show doing a little Taz Hall action. 
So uh, it's going great. Having a lot of fun. What do we got here? We got from H2O uh, Polo Dad 35. Do you think that it's us fans who are making too much of this NXT and w, uh, AEW thing? Honestly, as a wrestling fan, I'm excited for Wednesday nights. And you know what? That's the proper answer right there. You should be excited for Wednesday nights. And I do think some fans are making too much of it. But you know what? That's the fun part. Right, that's the fun part for fans. To it's just like sports teams. It's just like you know, if you're a whatever, you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you know, and and you know somebody who's a Philadelphia Eagle fan. Those are two in conference rivals who hate each other, and so you and your friend are going to jaw jack, whatever. I mean, it's competitiveness. I I I I think the fans make a little too much of it, but. You should be excited for Wednesday nights. I'm excited for Wednesday nights. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And and you know what? It's um, I tip my cap to AEW because I laid it out on the last podcast the difference in NXT and their structure and all the years of WWE success and the audience that's built in already on USA that rest people know wrestling's there where they have to you know make all this redo this now TNT wrestling and Nitro has been years ago so you got to reeducate the audience. But what I tip my cap to AEW about is they're going right in, man. They're going in, not dipping their toe in the fucking water. They're going right in here. So I respect the 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 uh, the, the the gumption of that, the toughness of that, the heart of that, and to go out and just give it a shot. And 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 I think they're going to do really well. They they have a lot of money behind them. They have a lot of passion behind them. Um, you know, in Tony Khan, a guy obviously he's very wealthy man, very successful man. His corporations are all very successful, you know. Um, but the thing is, he's got passion, man. He cares about wrestling. That's a big deal. And all the all the people that are working with him, you know, all the EVPs he has, these guys are all from Omega to Cody Rhodes to the Young Bucks uh, to Brandy. You know, the, you know, uh, uh, Jericho. I don't know if Jericho's more of like I guess an advisor role. I don't think he's an EVP. Um, you got a lot of smart people there that know what they're doing. So let's see how the thing evolves. Um, and uh, and that's the deal on that. Wolfgang, that Glotta. Ah, Wolfgang, Germany friend Jones. Yes, the last couple of months, Raw and SmackDown usually starts with a recap or a cold open. Using inside terms there. No old school intro. Your thoughts on why? Hashtag learning tree. Hashtag running the game. Hashtag hard knocks. Okay. Hashtag Gruden rules. Okay. Oakland Raider City. I got it. Um, I think it's smart. I think it's smart to um to what do you call it? To do a deal where you're um where you're not uh where you're not doing too much regular opens. I I I believe in the cold open. The reason why you're doing a cold open recap is because you're putting a lot of programming out there and you need to catch people up on what happened last week. Look, you're hashtagging about hard knocks, you know, on the Oakland Raiders and stuff like that. They do it. Okay. They're doing recaps at the top of they they have a voiceover guy say last last episode of Hard Knocks. You missed whatever. I'm making that up, but it's something like that. <laughs> that's that's what a recap package is. That's what a you know that's what that cold open is. I mean, because it's educating you to what off someone missed last week or reminds you of what happened last week, and it gets you engulfed in the story more. If you if you forgot what happened, like oh shit, I forgot. Yeah, they're gonna try and find out what happened when Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, he got the thing the 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 whatever the scaffolding fell on him, whatever it was. Oh yeah, so I forgot they're gonna do that this week. That's cool. You know, or if you didn't see, oh shit, wow, that happened to Roman Reigns. The thing fell on him. Oh my god. You know, so it's like it catches you up on it. You know what I mean? Good question there, Wolfie Jones. Uh, Chaos136925, pick to win 
it on BB21, Big Brother, currently. Thoughts on what they're doing with Sami Zayn as a manager mouthpiece type deal. Uh, and then he, wow, that's just interesting. He goes, at Instagram, I won't quite, I won't quit asking until you officially verify at Taz Talk. Wow. Hashtag blue check Mark Jones. Chaos136925. Appreciate the love and going right at the jobbers at Instagram, or I, as I call them, IG. All right, here's the deal. Um, the big brother winner, I mean, look, uh, Christy is not going to win because she's Gonski. But here's the thing. I'm thinking now Tommy could win this thing. Mickey's looking great. You know, I, I picked from the beginning, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, soccer soccer uh, brunette Jones. Um, sis. Uh, sis. I think either Sis or Tommy. Sis or Tommy, but Mickey, he's he's a battler. He's going to work his way in there some way. So out of those three, Sis, Mickey, or Tommy, I got to go with the winner. I, I said Sis from jump, but I'm starting to think Tommy's a better competitor. Both have great social games. I'm going to have to go with Tommy. Okay? Okay, there you go. Uh, as far as the other question you had, uh, Sami Zayn as a manager mouthpiece, with uh, Nakamura, I- I'm cool with it. I don't think it's great. I think it's good. It gives Sammy something to do. He's a good talker. He knows how to get heat verbally. He does. Um, I don't, I, you know, I think, I, get, I, I guess it could work. I mean, I, this is what I told you guys way back when Nakamura was on, on NXT. Everybody's going crazy. Well, he's going to be great on the main roster. Oscar's going to be great on the main roster. I kept telling you guys, no. No, it's not because of their talent. It's because there's a language barrier. And Vince McMahon and, 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 and the brass in WWE on the main roster, they're going to want to hear English. <laughs> it's, it's that simple because their main audience is connecting to the English-speaking audience. So that's their, that's their, that's their drive. And so that's what hurt the, the, those folks. It's not their fault. They're, 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 they're born in Japan. They, their first language is Japanese. So, you know, I mean, but I, so I think that part's cool. I, I, but I told you this was going to happen. I told you it was going to happen. So good for Sammy because he was kind of floundering around. So it's good for him. Uh, what else we got? Mets underscore fan underscore for life. Oh, our Mets are doing fucking great. Oh, my God. I love the Mets. Do you think NXT being on the USA Net- Network will have an effect on the subscriptions on the WWE Network? No, I don't. Uh, I don't think it'll have an effect because they're giving you a ton of programming on the WWE Network. Tons. Uh, my whole career is on there, okay? My whole career, and I guess I'm good enough to promote <laughs> something for ECW on there to use my my old persona or something for an old SmackDown show with on cameras with Michael Cole, but, you know, otherwise I, I don't really hear from them much, right? <laughs> so, but no, I, I'm being a smart ass, but um, I don't think there's a lot of content on that network, a lot of content for people, so... I don't think that it'll affect that NXT because it's going to be on the next day, but but I don't affect it. Good question, but I don't think it'll affect it. A boring dad, Derek. Uh, what are your thoughts on the new WWE podcast network? Do you think uh, this will turn kill the interview-driven shows that a lot of wrestling currently, uh, a lot of wrestlers currently have? Um, no, I don't think it'll kill it because. I could almost guarantee you that my show will not be on a WWE podcast network. Um, uh, by the way, just thoughts on initial thoughts. I'm surprised they, they're doing this. I, I noticed something that's been been worked out with Endeavor. It's being it's been worked on with Endeavor because I know people at Endeavor. Well, I know someone at Endeavor. I know someone who left Endeavor. So I know so I know two people. One that used to be with Endeavor um, through my radio circles. So 
This is something that they've been working on for a few months. I didn't think it was going to happen, and I was surprised when I heard they were working on it because from what I know, all the years being around Vince McMahon and stuff like that, like Vince is not a big fan of audio content only, meaning radio was never a huge fan of it. Uh, the podcasting, I, I wasn't there when podcasting was big, but look, they had Stone Cold Steve Austin doing his podcast on WWE Network for a short run, and it wasn't really a podcast. They just took the audio and put it on his regular podcast a couple of days later, but it was a face-to-face video interview. That's what it was. They just called it a podcast. I talked about it then. So, you know, now they're going to do a full-blown real podcast network. Look, I don't think it's going to hurt other shows that are like my show. I'm not a I'm not a guest-driven show. I get that, but I don't think you're going to hear podcasts on WWE Podcast Network that are unfiltered. Um, like I'm unfiltered here. I'm just being blunt. And you know, look, if they want to talk business with me, I'm always open to talk business. Of course, you know, I'm not an idiot, but I, I, I don't know why they would, you know want to be critiqued on their own deal you know what i mean so just I'm, that's why i feel like my show i'm going to give you the real deal from experience and i i have i have no agenda you know i have i'm not trying to curry favor with anybody you know so so whatever but i um and my show's free <laughs> so you know i don't know i'm sure that podcast network i would assume be free maybe they'll just have a bunch of advertising on it i have no idea unless it's going to be part of the wwe network i have no idea and it's part of something you pay for behind a subscription wall but they have a lot of people that are under contract to them that do business with them that have podcasts. I don't want to sit in here and give you a litany of names. But there's a bunch of safe people that they could put on their network, and that's what's going to do. I'm, just my opinion. I think it's cool. I think it's good. It's it's smart because um, maybe for what you're asking me is like for other shows that try to get WWE talent as guests through the WWE office, will that hurt them and that rely on that? Yeah, I do. That part I do think would hurt them. Because you're relying on guests. That's one of the reasons why I never did that. <laughs> I, I I tried to get you people to just dial into me and my thoughts, opinions, and views. And once in a while, I have a guest. But, you know, I don't remember the last time I had a WWE contracted guest on my show. I can't remember. So I really can't. I've had many, but it's been a long time. And that's I have not asked them or my producers have not asked them. Ah, uh, shit. In over a year and a half. We don't even bother. So it's like it's all good. I don't I don't need it, and and I do think you're going to get a steady a steady diet at of interviews on there with WWE talent, which I think that's cool. You know, because you know, I don't know how open these people and these men and women can be on there, but that's cool. I, so I hope it goes well. I'm just telling you where I'm in the podcast business for a long time. I'm I'm fucking 700 episodes deep in this thing. You know, I'm in this game a long time, and I was in this game early on, not making money. Like a lot of people in this game early on, I'm making money from the wrestling business. So, you know, I paid those fucking dues. So I'm a little hypersensitive to that. So, you know, I'm proud of where it's at right now. Thanks to you people who downloaded and listen. But I'm just saying, like, you know, um, you know, I don't I, I don't I hope they do well with it. And I think there's a lot of people that never been interviewed that will be now interviewed on a podcast on the WWE Network's podcast that you can't hear anywhere else. Hopefully that person could be a little unfiltered. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they're going to go that route. I hope they do. It's good for you fans. It's good for the people. You know what I mean? They're really, especially if they, I don't know if they're going to be charged for it. If they're charged for it, they got to give you something. They can't just give you vanilla talking heads, you know, and, and, and it's like, who cares? You know what I mean? Um, Cause there's enough of that. And it's, we're in a different world now. Fans are educated to stuff. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. In, in my opinion, Thomas Charles Gentry. Okay. Should finishers be done away with in favor of ending matches with a big move similar to shoot MMA fights? Um, would that solve the false finish problem? 
Well, listen, good good point. I, I it's a that's a long conversation. Here's the thing: the short answer, I, I, you could do what you're saying. It makes it feel more realistic. Okay, I I I've done stuff like this. I know people have done it over the years. It's not a new thing, but the physical storytelling that wrestlers do, the false finishes are a big part of that. I just feel like sometimes false finishes they're oversaturated. That's all I'm saying, and I've said in the past um, that would it, it affect, But the false finish amps up the excitement for the match if you just do out of nowhere mma type finishes it could affect you know the excitement of the match you understand this is a show it's entertainment your job is to entertain and bring the audience on a roller coaster ride during your match that's your job uh, an mma fighter or a boxer that their job is to knock the shit out of the guy or girl in front of them and win that is, so it's a different goal here you know it's 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 a show mma and stuff like that and boxing but their main goal it's a true competitive athletic violent act to to win and be victorious kill or be killed in pro wrestling that's not the goal it's not kill or be killed the goal is to be entertaining um but yet keep the credibility of the sport and the business and don't insult people's intelligence but good question uh evil sir 247 no question but on the cusp of 700 episodes i just want to thank you for all the hours of free content you create hashtag rtg hashtag waterbreak jones well thank you I appreciate that, uh, Evil Sir 247. It's because of people like you, sir, uh, that I have this opportunity to beat the shit out of everyone in the podcast world. I mean, maybe not everyone, but, you know, I'm just being a wise ass. You know, that's how I am. I'm joking. Queen of Strong Style, Taz, if you were asked to do Celebrity Big Brother, would you do it? No, I would not do it. Um, I I don't play well with others. I don't. I would. I would be awkward. I don't like to talk to people. As crazy as that sounds, I don't. I I could get in front of a microphone and a camera and talk all day. Um, talking in front of people or hanging out with people and succeeding on a show like Big Brother, a huge part of that is your social game. My social game would suck. I'm not. I just. I would be, and I come off very standoffish and very angry at all times. And I'm really not angry at all times. And it's just like that's how I come off. So I think I would be really horrible. I would not do it. Um, I have no desire. And I feel like when you do celebrity Big Brother, it's almost like you're looked at as B-listed Jones, B-star Jones. So I, I don't want that. Uh, Nicole ha- underscore thirty two underscore. Hey Taz. Uh, what are your thoughts on the iconic Big Fist Smackdown stage? It looked awesome. Yes, it did. I thought it was cool. I think maybe uh, Fox and Smackdown should bring that back in some way, a version of the Big Fist. I think that'd be cool because people remember it. Um, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, man, this thing's fucking crazy. This is wild. It was cool looking. I mean, it was gigantic. Then you get used to it. You don't even look at it anymore. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, no, no. I, I think they should bring it back in some way, shape, or form. I do think that would be cool. Underscore crapula. Okay, at Living Dangerously ninety eight, you and Bam Bam went through the ring. Whose idea was that? Look great, great podcast. Thank you for all you have done. Hashtag verify Taz, and he tags Instagram. Nice, nice. Hashtag uh, hashtag Jones. A lot of hashtags in there. A lot of Jones too. A lot of people with the Joneses. Interesting. A lot of Jones. You haven't been keeping up with the Joneses. How do you explain what the Jones is? I'm Content Jones. I'm not Lefty. I'm Roddy Jones. You're being High Road Jones here. Look. All trivia Jones. Even Stephen Jones. Back-to-back Jones just to play flip side Jones. I have a little sidebar Jones. People are just jonesing like crazy. It's full throttle Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah.
yeah. <laughs> Old school right there. Uh, so whose idea was the the whole the going for the ring with me and Bam Bam and Living Danger? That was Paul Heyman. Um, he came to me about it. Separate from Bam Bam, I guess he went to set the Bam Bam at a separate time. I don't know who he went to first. I don't even remember. But I know uh, this was not at the arena, like uh, during the week when we weren't working. It was Paul's idea. Now, maybe someone gave me the idea, unbeknownst to me, but I'm pretty sure it was Paul's idea. So that's uh, that's whose idea it was. So there you have it. So you, you want to know, and there you go, and that's the dealio. That's how it works. As people are texting me, calling me, and that's what happens because I'm very famous. People love me, and uh, it don't matter. I'm in the studio. I leave my phone on because I'm just a badass. I'm Chuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Truly it. Nah. Uh, anyway, I appreciate you guys downloading this episode. A little Tazzle action. And I hope you guys liked it. Uh, and I'll be back next week with a couple more drops, podcasts dropping. Subscribe to the show, guys. You know, favorite, uh, you know, the iTunes. You know what I'm talking about. Nice plug, Taz. I look, guys. I'm Taz. You're not. Take care. I've been wondering